You know, the concept of hope is something that our world is very familiar with. And if I asked you, write down the top three things you hope for, it might actually be a difficult task to narrow it down to three. We tend to use the word hope because it implies that what we hope for, to some extent, is uncertain. Perhaps it's somewhat out of our control. Or sometimes it's no better than wishful thinking. We might hope for a lucky lottery ticket. The odds are shaky at best. It's a hope that we will say will likely disappoint. We might hope for greater peace within our world. We may actually hope for greater peace within our families. We may hope, especially children, that what you asked for is actually lying under the tree to be opened Christmas morning when all gifts are meant to be open. <laughs> Our world, at times, places its hope in its leaders. That somehow, perhaps by reelecting or changing the people in public office, that life, the economy, stability, or even the security of our country might improve. Inevitably, this hope placed in man comes with some level of disappointment. As well-intentioned as we might be, we all have limitations. The hope wrapped up in the birth of Jesus, I want to say tonight, speaks to a different reality. It is a different kind of hope. It speaks to a hope that can live, quite literally, inside our hearts, and at the same time, a hope that transcends all that the world has to offer. It's not based on wishful thinking, it's not based on good luck or fortunate circumstances, and it is not based on or dependent upon man himself. The Bible says that our hope lies in God, who took on human form, who took on flesh, and lived among us. It's the message of Christmas that God, the creator of all things, took on the form of man, became one of us. And we celebrate his birth at Christmas, as we should. But I want you to know that the same Jesus who was born also lived, lived a life not unlike ours. He worked as a carpenter, and he died and the Bible says that he died in order to save us and set us free. The Bible says he took on himself all of our weaknesses, all of our shame, all of our guilt, all of our sins, paid for them all in full on the cross. I want to say if the story ended there with the birth and death 
of Jesus Christ, the Bible actually says that our hope would be in vain. That our hope would be empty, that it would actually be no more than wishful thinking. The hope that God offers us through Jesus is that even death, even the grave, could not hold Jesus, could not hold him down, could not contain him, and our hope today lies in the truth of the empty tomb and the resurrected Jesus. And it, it is exactly that which will happen to those, the Bible says, who choose to put their faith in him today. That kind of faith is what the Bible talks about when it says, faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The assurance, not wishful thinking, the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things unseen. That death is not the final curtain, that God will rise, raise us from the dead by his power in the same way that he rose Jesus from the dead. John 3.16, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not die, should not perish, but should have everlasting life. The girls remind us again this evening through the lighting of the Advent candles. They said that the candles symbolize peace, joy, love, and hope. And I want to say tonight, this hope is actually the source of our peace. And the Bible says it's peace, but not as the world gives. The best the world can offer is perhaps an absence of conflict. The Bible offers peace much deeper, completely not dependent on the circumstances around us. This hope is the source of our joy. And the Bible says that this joy is actually inexpressible, difficult for us as humans to put into to words, into language. And Hebrews says that the hope that lies within us is truly the anchor of our souls. And in Romans 5 verse 5 it says it is a hope that will not disappoint. So I want to encourage you once again this year, this Christmas season to celebrate the birth of Jesus. He truly is the Savior of the world. But I want to remind you that as you do that, remember that his birth is not an irrelevant historical event. His birth is the ongoing expression of God's love for you and for me. And even today, even this Christmas season, God's invitation to you is that you would open up your heart and receive him. Well, boys and girls, I don't know if anybody was timing me, but um, that's it. It's an incredible message that God gives us. And I know that there are those, um, and I know this from my years of teaching, that the minute I would stand up in front of my class, it was a cue for some of my students to tune out. 
and it may happen that way within a church as well. But I found on uh, YouTube a beautiful song. And if you missed everything that I said, but you listen to the words of this song, it captures the message of Christmas. It's the same that appeared and the wise men revered When hope was born this night Out upon the snowy fields There's a silent peace that heals And it echoes the grace of our Savior's embrace Because hope was born this bells ring as softly church choirs sing it's the song used to praise the ancient of days when hope was born this night there are angels in this place and my heart resounds with the praise and like a shepherd so scared I'll rejoice and was born. 